A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. We'd like to acknowledge the Ghana people as the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast is recorded and produced. Welcome to The Beautiful Nightmare. It's the podcast for when you are flying by the seat of your pants. <laughs> You're with Chanel and Tamara. Strap in, strap on, let's go. You love all the strapping in and strapping on. Oh, I just think it's funny. Always with the strapping in. Yeah. Hey, this is the last episode of the season. It is. It's gone really quick. I think we jumped in straight after Christmas and we're like, let's just get back in. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and now it's like, boom, February, oh, we're finished. <laughs> no, yeah, and we're done. And done. So go back and listen to all the ones you haven't listened to. Yes. Yes. Do you have a favourite, would you say? Oh, I, no. You don't have a favourite? No. I like the Kate Jenkinson one. That was fun. Oh, episodes of all time. Episodes of all time, that lady. Was, that was the Kate Jenkinson. She's very fun. Yeah. I did enjoy Christian Holes when he choked and nearly died. That was a shame. Um, but, <laughs> but the laugh. But it was so funny in his laugh. <laughs> his mental. Laugh. So he was great. But I loved the story of you um, wanting to find the dirty masturbator. I've loved your impersonations of Jennifer Coolidge. Your Marge you- Simpson. <laughs> Oh, my God, you have to hear, if you haven't heard that, Chanel's Marge Simpson. What was that in? That was in um, Fantasy. <laughs> fantasy. Uh, fantasy episode. You have to listen. It's so funny. Oh, yeah. and <laughs> your story of Jennifer Coolidge when she had a dirty dream about her friend. <laughs> nah, not for me. <laughs> about being a lesbian. <laughs> but they're not and all confused and I don't know. Yeah, if you yeah. don't know any of this, you're going to have to go and check out the episodes. Please do it's it. It's called Your Fantasy. Oh, that one. Yeah, but in the meantime... Today uh, we're talking about first jobs. So, We've all had them. Yeah, we have. Well, you'd hope we'd all have them unless you're a doll bludger, a lifetime doll bludger listening to this episode. Or you're a child of the uh, Johnson & Johnson heir and Ooh. no, you're the heir to the, sorry, I just wanted to say heir. Ew. You're the heir to the Johnson & Johnson throne and you don't need what? to Johnson work. Johnson 
John. I don't know. I picked a big name. The Rothschilds. You know, the big money. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, what's that? Unilever. They own. They probably own Johnson & Johnson. Oh, wow. I know. It's all this like um, egocentric, you know, I'll buy you. I'm, bu- I'm going to climb to the top of the mountain. Oh, why not? It? Capitalism yeah. at its best. Yeah. But you know what? Um, we all had, yeah, like you said, part-time jobs and... Wow, some of the jobs people have had, particularly women, were full on at young ages. Yes. Like really dirty jobs, I'm talking. Yeah. And it was quite revealing to find out what jobs people had. So, of course, we reached out to the Nightmares and they sent a bunch of good stuff in. So, let's do it. Yeah. Hit it. That's what I'm talking about. Wait. Okay, now, from the beginning. The beautiful nightmare. My little boy, Ollie, started his first day of school yesterday. And, um, Woohoo, go which Ollie. Is great. Yes. So when I came home, I suddenly was excited, but also a bit lost. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I'll make a coffee. Chanel's, well, I, Chanel's I got time. God help us all. <laughs> yeah. I've got some time. So anyway, I'm there and I've, I've heard a knock at the door. And I've thought, oh, and this day and age, you get a bit startled when Do the you door get knocks. Nervous? Yep. Like anxious. Yeah. It's be- weird, isn't it? Because my parents, a lot of people just drop in, oh, come for a cuppa, like oh. that. And I, I get annoyed at that <laughs> yeah. thought because I'm like, what, what are you walking into? A text first would be good that you're on oh. your way. Don't just roll up on the door. Plus, you wanted a bit of time. You've just done the drop off. This was the time to reflect, Correct. sit down for a minute. The only person I'm happy to see at my front door is the lovely postman because he's bringing an order that I've placed online. Some new clothes. New clothes, new something. So yes. anyway, he's welcome. But this person, so I've done the stealth move. Don't let him see me. I'm going up to the laundry <laughs> mirror and peered through the Venetian blinds. And I see this like man a with a hat. Yeah, total creepo. I'm oh, like, no. who is this? Hatted man. What kind of hat was it? Uh, like an Akubra, but like a, a not quite a, like cowboy, like one that's full Ooh. sunshade. Ooh. Very, very serious. We are... Um, Avoiding the sun today, that's it. Oh, that's scary. I wouldn't have opened the door. So I had this, well, the screen, actually, I shouldn't have opened the door. (laughs) Well, I, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, anyway. Dean was working from home and he was outside. So he was there. If I screamed, he might have heard. Okay. Yeah, anyway. With his earphones on. (laughs) Drilling in the back. Okay, great. Good one. Hope you heard this, Dan. Good one, Chanel. So I grabbed my phone and I put it on silent. So I can pretend I'm on the phone, like I'm rushed. So you know when you, but you must put it on silent in case it rings. Your orchestration of these events. (laughs) Oh my God, lady. Can I just, I'm going to pause there because you've done this the other day. (laughs) If you saw the Instagram uh, video of Chanel when she came in and had two different shoes on. Oh yeah. So Chanel, what do you, she goes, I have to leave after we recorded the podcast. She goes, I'm going to the shop. Oh, well, you know, I've got these two different shoes. How embarrassing. So I get a photo of Chanel's foot on the escalator with her shoe on and she has wrapped a Band-Aid around her toe so it looks like there's some reason that she has to wear two different <laughs> shoes. I was like, Chanel is so ridiculous. So she's pretending to hobble around the supermarket. I was. Probably drawing more attention I to you. I probably did. Right? As opposed to you wouldn't have even noticed. I was like, sore foot, It's like, look. Chanel, what are you even 
doing? Yeah. You crazy person. This is my sore foot. If so, anyone wants to see the reason why I've done this, because there's no other logical explanation as to why I've got two different shoes on. Because everyone's just looking at the feet the whole time. <laughs> so you do me, you are. So right, yeah. So you were on your phone pretending got to the phone, be on, on the silent. Phone. Right, yep. Mm-hmm. Got my person. So I walk up to the door and I start to talk. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, excellent. Just hang on one second. Oh, you knob. Hello. This man's at the door. Yes, hello. Um, I am uh, Martin from the Jehovah's Witness. No. <laughs> something, something. <laughs> Why did I open? Did the your door? Did your heart sink? You're like, how am I going to do with this? I was going to do with this, and I just and then I opened the screen because I thought he's not going to get me. He's, he's you know, yeah. Jehovah's Witness and doing the work of God. So I opened the door, the screen door, and I just said, I am Roman Catholic like this because that's what I was baptised. Oh, right. So you were going hard with the I am Roman Catholic I to am, the hill. And he turned around and went, well, that is so lovely to hear because we don't have a lot of faith these days, do we? And he starts his spiel. I wonder why. And I said, no, I can't. I said, look, I am on the phone. Like I pulled the phone in. I'm on an important phone call to nobody. <laughs> to nobody. Nobody, but he didn't know that. He no, was on no, silence no, no, so no, I wasn't no. going to get yeah, sprung. Yeah. And he goes, oh, okay, can I, can I leave you a pamphlet? And I said, does it help you? Do you get extra points if you leave the pamphlet? <laughs> oh, I like that you said that. I thought, let's, let's put religion aside, Roman Catholic, Jehovah's Witness. I'm going to help a human out here. Sure, you're Do nicer you than me. you get points mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for this? And he looked at me. Points. Like I, <laughs> Do you get Jehovah's points? <laughs> Do you get Jehovah's um, points? How many points is this worth? Is this going to be a gold scarf or a, what is this? You know, I, I, I gave out. 25 pamphlets today. I've come back. I need to restock rather than walking Jesus. back in with your water. Well, I would have not walked back in with the water. would have put them in a recycling bin and gone, done. <laughs> and got that was quick, coffee. wasn't it? They're like, wow, Jeff's really quick with the pamphlets. He gets them out in 10 minutes. So good. <laughs> Do you want to know the response? Oh, sorry, yes. So he was disgusted with my response. Really? Yeah, because he goes, well, um, uh, no, it doesn't help me with any points because I am volunteering and I'm doing the work yes, of God. God. So, yes, it, you know, yes. it is not, it is, this no. is not a chore and there's no points system. And there's I no monetary. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I said, well, in that case, you keep your pamphlet and hand it to the next door neighbour. Sure, he'd love to see you. So I've dropped my neighbour in it. Excellent. And I said, bye-bye. Like, Jeff, see you, Jeff, like that, yeah. on the door. And then, and then looked at my phone as if there was someone still on there that well, I believe. Leave my bullshit. So you finished your, did you finish the conversation? Okay, i got to go. Yeah. Bye. Bye. But See I ya. thought, Bye. imagine they've got this tally of Jehovah points for pamphlets and I thought, I'm going to help, help a brother out. I love that he said there's no points. He's doing the, you know, but clearly there are points in yeah. religion because a lot of people have one-upmanship with the whole in religious totally. wars. Totally. There's totally points. It was, he had a face like a smacked ass. He yeah. was like, well, you know, but it's not a point system. Volunteering, <laughs> work of God. What up the fucking points <laughs> I would just sorry, Jeff. I would have done. Maybe next time you can plan it to be. Oh, but it's hard to know, right? You got to clock that they're Jehovah's before you've opened the door because you could pretend not. I don't speak English, and then just I don't speak. Sh- you know, yeah, speak yeah. gibberish to them. <laughs> and then <laughs> maybe try and tell them in your gibberish language that you are a Satanist I've and that we run away. A smudge stick that my beautiful mum made me. <laughs> I might go and put smudge it all him. over him. Get rid yeah. of him. Yeah, smudge, yeah. cleanse, beautiful. Yeah, you could put it back on him. And then blow it in his face. (laughs) You could come in. We've just started a wicker circle. Come in, Jeff. (laughs) Freak him out. Tarot cards out. Come Come join our peaceful circle. I've just got my singing bowl here. (laughs) Sit there cross-legged, Jeff. Where are you going? Put those pamphlets in the corner. Sit down. Would you like one of my pamphlets? (laughs) Give him a pamphlet. 
like a naked goddess. Yeah. Watching. Wow. I get ten points every time now I we have these. Now we have breast massages <laughs> to ignite the feminine. You know, sit down, Jeff. In fact, lay down. Lay down. Let me massage your breasts. Because <laughs> Jeff had had wow. breasts. He'd have breasts. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He was a big guy. Yeah. And he was royally fucked off at me for assuming that it was some oh. kind of um, point system. Man, I, lo- I secretly love it sometimes when they do Jeff. come to the door. I'm like, what can we do here? Yeah. This is going to be fun. He is a strapping. Yeah. Improv. <laughs> <laughs> well done, lady. I like how you palmed him off. That's it. So yeah. uh, good on you, Jeff. What do we take away from that? Don't assume that there's any kind of um, point system for Jehovah's door knocking. Yeah. She got that wrong. I got it it's wrong. One, it's not one, a sales thing, pitch. One thing we got wrong about the Jehovah's yeah. Witness. Apologies. No commissions. The beautiful nightmare. Part-time jobs. Most of us have had them. Some we've hated, some we've loved. Mm. It's where you met lots of new people, new friends. Maybe you've had a shitty boss. But I was thinking about this the other day. Ultimately, it's really important to have those experiences, even if it's in an area potentially that you don't want to go into but you're just earning some part-time, you know, I think you're craving some money, some ownership, some individuality where you are young and you're like, look, I'm happy to do this kind of stuff. So um, I will sell hamburgers, chips, whatever. you're excited by the money. It feels yeah, good to have it in your hand. Money. You can spend stuff. That's you right. can get those Air Jordans. Yes. You have that autonomy and mm. it does feel good. I was quite scared of working in hospitality for years because I thought I couldn't do it. Like I was like, what about and the could money? You? Of course I fucking could. <laughs> but I was petrified of like I won't be able to do the money. Like what about the money? Yeah. So I was shit at it. I Accounting and math with scared. Same, and I was yeah. the same with in retail because oh, I, I was like the till works it out. Yay! Yeah, that's true. But then working the till, <laughs> and what if I stuff it up? And then someone wants a refund, and then the counting back. When people used to count back, I'd be like, "How do you do the counting?" Panic. Anyway, murder on the dance floor. Yeah, but I thought we could talk about our first part-time jobs that we had. Um, did you have? What did I have? I worked at Hungry Jack's, which for those in America is Burger King. It's the same thing. Also for those in Sydney and um, Gold Wait, Coast. Hang on. <laughs> is it only in Adelaide that we have Hungry Jack's? I think Jack? so. And Melbourne. I'm not sure. Melbourne might have Burger King. Why do we have Hungry Jack's? We're just doing things a bit different. Why don't we call it bloody Hungry Jack's? Who's Jack? Why is he so hungry? <laughs> anyway, so I had this job at Burger King. The problem was I started Mm-mm. just at the end of schoolies week. Oh, and I, Mara. for some reason, for the first time in my life, tried dope cake. Right, <laughs> had quite a big slice. <laughs> and the effects of that. How old were you? Lasted 17. Okay. Lasted three, about three days. Okay. And I didn't really realise what was happening. So I started my first shift at Hungry Jack's being a bit stoned. So I, Good place I was, to be for the munchies. <laughs> Isn't it? So, I was like, why am I feeling all detached and weird? Well, that's what it was, right? But I had this job at Hungry Jack's. I think I lasted about two weeks and oh then gosh. gave my two weeks notice. So I was there for a month. We had lots of young people who were... How do you have to give two weeks after two weeks? Oh, well, I just wanted to do it a proper way. <laughs> I think the proper way just to go in the first two weeks. Because the managers were all of 19 and they were really... They didn't know how to manage. It was kids managing kids. I love that. And you you meant were... to give two weeks. Well, okay, you can have two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did. They did. No one... Nothing of nothing. Nothing of nothing. And there was all these little things you had to do to cut corners... They'd be like, Tamara, go and um, fill up the mayonnaise um, container. And they'd gave me a glove, right, that came up to my wrist. It was a box of mayonnaise. 
So it was a box of mayonnaise, a giant garbage bag full of mayonnaise oh. in a box. And you'd have to put your arm, your whole damn arm would go in to scoop out the mayonnaise. And I've got a, a glove to my wrist and I'm scooping it out. Anyone that's it. currently going through <sighs> McDonald's or Hungry Jack's or Burger King now and yeah, asking yeah. for a burger with extra mayo, can you hear this? Can you hear what's happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has that bit with a side of arm hair. Some of arm hair, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Oh, I'd come out with mayonnaise up to my shoulder. No. <laughs> yeah, all these little things, and then I'd always smack my head on the drive-through <laughs> with my with my with my hungry Jack's cap. I'd go, Bonk. oh hello, here's your fried boomp, <laughs> and then I'd get really embarrassed if there was a car of boys, teenage boys that would come through. I was like, oh, no, like stone little nerd with bad sunburn. Yeah, oh, no. So, anyway, but there wasn't. I didn't love it. Sorry to say, a good experience, not really. But you know what? I thought it was my first taste into what I didn't want. Fast food is often um, one of those ones that just seem easy. Get a job at Macca's, Hungry yeah. Jack's, KFC, Subway, you know, those kind of – it's yes. that or, or retail department stores. Mine was a bit different. You're a retail girl, right? I was a bit later. Not my oh. first job. Ooh. Oh, this is juicy. Yeah, so I was um, 15 – Oh, yes. Yeah, I was young. And my auntie who kind of managed a, a pub said to me, do you want to come and wash the dishes? And it's 10 bucks an hour, which was good. Yeah, and oh, it was yeah, tax yeah, yeah. free. Oh, um, so cash it was hand. cashy. Yeah. Oh, a dish pig. I was a dish pig. So I'd go in there with my tracky pants and my T-shirt and pull my hair up and I would wash oh, dishes. dishes. Was and it, I fucking stunk when I lived. Was it one of those ones yep. at the industrial? I've done yeah. that before. How easy is that job? And it's almost you can just go somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, but it hurts you. your back. I mean, was you're that? yeah, because you're stacking things in, stacking things out. You're wiping plates clean. So someone would bring them oh. in. The waitresses and yeah. waiters would Dump bring them, them in. Yeah. And it's a pub. You've got pub meals. You've got big schnitties. It's not it's fine of sauces dining. and gravies. Yeah. yeah. And they're there. And never touch salad. You know, all those kind of things. So I'm there scraping it all in the bin. Then I have to stack the plates up and stack the cutlery. And then I'd have to then rinse them. And then I'd have to put them. These are people's leftovers where all their slobber has gone on the plate. It's disgusting. And do you have gloves on? Uh, yeah, I did. I did have gloves. And one of those big hoses that comes out of the yep. tap that goes. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I did. Love that hose. And I remember there was, um, I'd seen a couple of mouses in there a few times. Like it was, this oh. is a kitchen, there'd be, you know, chip. Anyway. And that grease trap in the floor, yeah. did they have one of them? Yeah. Stinks. So it was, look, it was fine. And because my auntie um, pretty much ran the gaming and bar, front bar side, I was always treated quite nicely. They were a nice pub because oh, nice. it was like that's Izzy's niece. So I, free drinks, uh, yeah, Coke in a in a from the from the what mixer, you, the mixer, mixer. free mix. <laughs> Tastes like shit, but anyway, that's fine. Here's your Coke, and I'd put some chips in for myself at the end of the night and have a little chip butty with the you yeah, know the rolls nice. and stuff. So it was good. But I'd walk through the pub at the end of the night to get my cash because you know pay me. Yeah. And I'd have the old boys sat there and they'd go, "Get I love how are you? You're good on you, and you keep good on you. I think that's awesome, you know." And uh, and oh god, and they they start a conversation. I would yes. have my head down because I'm 15 and they're maggot at age 60 and 17, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that was my first Cute. job. I drive it. there and I drive. Two minutes down the road and I'd be home. Well done. Yeah. You earned your keep. I learned – what I learned was that's not the job I want to do. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, like me, exactly. Do, we we do wanted better, to work at school. Blockbuster. We've said this before. We did. That Blockbuster video. How fun to be recommending movies. They almost, the people who worked at Blockbuster had almost smell had of this chewing gum there, like fruity. Authority. They were so cool. They were like the gatekeepers of the movies. Yes. And I wanted to be one of those. They opened the VHS or the DVD and they'd go, ee, yes. And then they'd put it, and then they'd slam it shut and go whoosh, over the side. Yeah. It was all very quick. It was. And it smelled of juicy fruit gum. I was loving juicy it. Juicy fruit gum. That's yeah. so 80s. Also, the returns, you'd have to, if you return them late, you get charged. I used you to sneak in sneak there in. and look and go plop. Yeah. And, be like, and then run out. Yeah, 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 run out. <laughs> I love Blockbuster. But I'm sure we've all had like crazy jobs. Like Chanel said, a lot of nightmares wrote in yes. and told us about their crazy jobs that they've had. And there's really a vast array of different jobs, similar to you, but behind the bar at a fi- as a 15-year-old because <laughs> their parents worked in a pub. Yeah. Also, they were a Catholic school student, so... <laughs> Something a little bit, uh, you know, <laughs> adverse there. Josh said, I had a job at Movie Land. <gasps> Damn it. You had the goal. Oh, yeah. Movie Land. <laughs> Remember that guy? Movie Land. No, I've forgotten the ad. The advert. The old boy. Move. It went like that. Movie Land. Movie Land. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Movie. I don't want to go to Movie Land. <laughs> I don't want to go to Movie Land. No, I want to go to Blockbuster Video. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. What a difference. <laughs> From Movie Land. Movie Land. Um, he said, when I quit, my boss said it was for the best because he thought I wasn't suited to the movie hiring business. <laughs> we would have been. <laughs> okay. Some of these stories are better told by the people that actually worked in them. Uh, what was your first job? Subway. Tell me the story. We used to take spliffs to work and smoke them out the back and go and serve customers. It was very funny. We'd dare each other to serve customers without a bra on. <laughs> we'd have the keys, so we'd go to the local pub and when we were drunk and at the end of the night we'd open the keys and go and make ourselves some food. Oh, so How good. How good is that? Just going to say, I like the dares. <laughs> they dared each Take other. Take bra off. To serve people. But you were so perky back then, no one would have known. <laughs> now it'd be a different story. You're in your knickers. You Chanel. dropped a couple of subs down there. <laughs> Chanel, I dare you to go on stage without a bra on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Nobody wants that in video. <laughs> I'll just tuck them into my pants. <laughs> just tuck them in. It's in. kind of a bra, isn't it? So what they say? What she say? They used to sneak in and they at, used late to, at night. They used to s- eat the food. Yeah, and they'd smoke spliffs out the back. And then when they'd been to the pub and they'd obviously they they're drunk, they'd have the keys, so they'd go let themselves back into Subway and make themselves a couple of meatball subs. Oh yes, and sort of amazing, amazing. That was Beth. Thank you. And they'd know how to make them really well. <laughs> yeah, they'd be a bit oozy and because uh, if you know you've had a few spliffs. Oh my god. Yes. So funny. Beautiful nightmare. Oh, someone else said, Matt said Video Mania. He worked oh, there for six that's years. another one. Maybe they, they favoured the blokes. There were a lot of blokes that worked at those places, wouldn't you say? Yeah. From what I remember. Video Mania. Oh. Movie Land, Blockbuster. Uh, Laura said, uh, pulling guts out of ducks, then weighing trucks full of grain on an ancient weighing device with carbon paper printouts. Lady, amazing. I feel like she <laughs> went back in time to the 1800s. It's some sort of time machine. Because I hope you were paid well because I would be... <laughs> boom, 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 
was a long time. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Nerida said, babysitting three boys for two doctors. I earned every fucking cent. Yeah, she did. <laughs> hero. <laughs> and then a few people have said things like used to scale and gut fish and open oysters as mm. well. Um, I kind of feel fish is better than like the ducks or the, you know, anything yeah. like that. I, yes. I don't know. Still not nice. We don't want fish guts, but I kind of feel like I could put up with that more. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean compared you know. to some other horrible things. Yeah. Uh, someone worked at a recycling depot. I wasn't very good at counting the empties though. <laughs> so not giving people like the right amount of coins back no. in exchange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had 57 cans of West End in there. Yes. And you've counted Times 36. <laughs> That's right. I demand a she recount. Was, she was pocketing the rest, wasn't she? <laughs> All right, hear this one. What was your first job? Well, one of my first jobs was a Peter Jackson girl. What is that? That is a cigarette bitch. <laughs> I had the tray over my neck, like you see in the old school movies in the 50s and 60s. Get out. Lined up Peter Jackson's. I'd go around the clubs and sell sell darts, sell, sell, darts. sell, the, sell the little puff the magic dragons. Oh my goodness. Now she's not very old. No. <laughs> where are these people working in like 1973? What's happening? Peter Jackson girl with the tray of walking wow. around and selling Puff the Magic Dragon. <laughs> and probably little tight shorts too, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. So shout out to Cassie. Oh, what a job. And she's earned her earned her coin yeah. there. Now it's the Red Bull girls or killing people by the hour. <laughs> Kansas Snooks. Kansas Snooks. <laughs> Yeah, here you go, Kansas City. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine wow. you turn around and chatting to someone. Someone puts had to old reach around, grabs a couple of packets. That went all those things. Yeah. I thought you were going to say reach around something else. No, no, just the cigarettes. Terrible. Mandy says her first job was a shelf filler in a small grocery shop. The weirdest job, selling underwear on a market stall and measuring old ladies for new bras. <laughs> Can you imagine the measuring old ladies for new bras? Would you know what to do? Like if you, I wonder if you got training. In that, as, as a bra fitter. Wow. But at a market store? At a market <laughs> Right near the honey. Yeah. Between the honey and the dream In catches. front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> There's one thing in a bras and things changing yes. room. Most of us have been there. Go get yourself measured properly. Okay, I will. She'd be like, oh, well, that looks it was good. I like that one barrel. Um, just maybe we'll go for the bigger size. Give you a bit of lift there. bit of lift there. Or the, the mum that's had, that's, you know just finished breastfeeding. Oh, you've gone down a few cup sizes. <laughs> you know, in this category. Yeah, yeah. But a market stall that is really random. What You know what? We take the jobs we can get. Whatever was going to pay for your Nike Airs, like you said. Totally. Here we go. Big W. Baby baby section. <laughs> so innocent. Set you up for life. Wasn't hard. <laughs> it wasn't hard. It wasn't up baby. Slinging some... Rompers, specifically the baby section. That's great. That's okay. I feel like that's clean, mostly <laughs> clean compared to what? Why would it be not clean? Well, other sections. It, you know, I don't know. It feel, I feel like okay, you with your mayonnaise hands at Hungry Jacks, yeah, versus Ellen in the baby section at Big W. Right. I She's thought you winning, meant actually. I thought you meant different areas of the soup, like the Big W department store. No, well, I'm sure most of it's clean, but you know, you probably <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be in the men's section, probably with if you're a young section. girl or smelly old shoes. No, the baby section can be quite sweet. <laughs> I remember my auntie when I was little in the 80s, and my auntie would come home from her part-time job 
would have been like 85 mm. and she worked at a department store kind of like Big W. It doesn't exist anymore. Yep. Vent- Venture. Oh, yes. And she was on roller skates. So they had them on Amazing. roller skates <laughs> with permed hair helping people out. Why did they get rid of that? I don't know. Why? Hilarious. I don't, please. <laughs> I feel like there'd be good reason. Can you imagine the accidents? <laughs> taking, <laughs> taking people out. Let me just get that for you. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Bang. Yeah, someone what? just needs to spill a Coke on the floor and then it's all over. Or a tab. <laughs> With the legs in the air. <laughs> yeah. was stupid. Who would have thought of that? But also very cool. Very cool. Someone was a drink waiter at a comedy club that doesn't exist anymore. Not his fault, he says, I think, (laughs) dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Doesn't want to expand on that story. A lure operator at the Mount Gambier Greyhounds. Oh. I don't even know what that is. No, me neither. No. uh, Up to interpretation. (laughs) Tim says, a funeral assistant. Right. Yeah. Imagine. And a court sketch artist. For a first job. Yeah, sketching um, criminals in court. Okay, a bit scary. I imagine that. I know. They'd be there there going, oh, I'm going to come and get you. Stop drawing me. Yeah. Yeah. As my granny would say, they'd give you the heebie fucking jibbies. The heebie fuckings. There's always a fucking in (laughs) there with Gran, isn't there? Oh, my God. Okay. And Becky said, I worked on a continental stall at the Central Market when I was 13. I got $2.50 an hour. $2.50. Two dollars fifty. Shit, two dollars fifty. You're also, worth more than that, love. <laughs> also, she's had jobs as a butcher, driving convertible minis randomly around the streets to promote them. Uh, gigs as a singer, dressing up as a toilet roll, um, <laughs> and singing in a tap factory. Also singing while standing barefoot on the actual 18th hole of a golf course. So there you go. Well, she's so, been around the trap. Yeah, it's all experience. This is the beauty of it. Yeah. All this experience you think is means nothing. Do you get older and you go, you know what? I learnt a lot from that. A hundred percent, exactly. Here's one. What was your first job? <laughs> Hungry Jacks. The guy that interviewed me said, you know, you're hired, but we'll, we only supply the uniform, but you've got to supply your own underwear. <gasps> yeah. What? The things that people would have said years ago. Like, you've got to supply your own underwear. He was obviously a creepo. Oh, sick. Yeah. We oh. Supposed, but you got to, why do you need to tell anyone to supply their own underwear? You just need yeah, to say, we yeah. will supply your uniform, which consists of a shirt and pants. Just not the underwear. Can you please wear black shoes? I want some Hungry Jack's knickers. Please. <laughs> please give me Do you know what they said to me after a week there they, where I was, I don't know, my till was out or something. And they said, Tamara, no. the, the till was out at Hungry Jack's. He goes, you know, you didn't actually get this job. I said, what do you mean? He goes, there was another Tamara, but we got the resumes confused and we oh. gave you the job. And I went... Oh, they really stuffed up, didn't they? You really stuffed up. Well, sucked in. You're stuck with me, motherfucker. Yeah, and I quit. And I quit, Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> Go hire the other Tamara. Yeah. He actually said that. Two weeks notice. Just actually said that, motherfucker. I'm still angry actually at that. That makes me feel sad. Mm-hmm. So this is Nadia. This is a, a classic. So I got a job in IT. I don't actually know how I got the job. I am not good at IT at all and I was put on their help desk to help clients with their com- software compatibility issues. The first day I started to get training, the girl that was supposed to train me actually walked out. So I just had to sit there taking these phone calls, not knowing what I was talking about. But the only way I could do something, I had to like bargain with other people in the office. Offered my services in the way of Spanish dancing lessons at lunchtime. They took my phones for majority of the mornings for in, in return for these salsa lessons. <laughs> and then I um, noticed the coffee machine that was sitting on a top shelf. So I set it up on my desk and then I made everybody coffee and whoever 
I made a coffee for the deal was they took my phones for an hour. <laughs> Very smart woman. You smart woman. Very smart. She's done salsa lessons in the car park. Jesus Christ. Can you take my phones for an hour? Sure, I'll teach you. <laughs> Isn't it funny? When Make you, your coffee really nice coffee. You don't question anything. When you get hired... Like who are these people who are hiring people who don't know anything this expecting some sort of, you know, that they're going to get some output? She like knew nothing of IT. Yeah. But obviously. And then everyone quit. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So, oh. And we, we don't question it because we don't want to rock the boat. So we think of crazy ways, as she did, to get through it <laughs> so and also make money. Oh, my God, Nadia, well done. I love it. The salsa lessons and the coffee. The coffee. Oh my God. And people were like, sure, I'll take your call. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's your problem. I'll get back to you. Control alt delete. <laughs> Try turning it off and turning it back on again. I Bye. I love that. I love that, Nadia. It reminds me. I worked in, <laughs> I worked in like a cheapest chips kind of browse and save store in Denmark, and I was still oh, wow. learning Danish. But they would have me on the mainly on the floor. They didn't let me on the checkout. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "You don't do the don't do checkout. No checkout for you." Um, yeah. And I had to stock the shelves. And I remember an old Danish woman coming up and asking me how much something costs. Mm. And I was so scared of talking to her in Danish that I just pretended I didn't work there. And then I, <laughs> <laughs> I was browsing, and I was like, "Sorry, I don't work here." Like, I'm you have a name uh, badge. No, I didn't. It says browse and save. I didn't. And says, "Hi, I'm new here." <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I didn't. But I used to get away with it. And just be like, oh, and then I'd start looking at pens <laughs> until they'd left the store. <laughs> Hi, I'm you here. Please be patient. <laughs> I, get, I feel so sorry oh. for anyone that's had to wear or is currently wearing the Hi, I'm Tim. Hi, I'm you. Please be patient. Please be patient. And you see people, oh, and you need it because some people are assholes. You're out to dry, aren't you? When I see the people with those name tags, I feel sad for them. I do. And I go, oh. I don't want to feel sad, but I do straight away. I go, oh, sweetheart. I had that at the museum the other day. We were at the museum and there was clearly someone in training. Obviously, the other person was showing her how to do it. So Uh she was standing there, but she was standing right in front of the desk. So Wolfie came up and he stood there to buy something. And she just stared blankly at him without saying anything, waiting for the other girl to turn around and do the job. So she could. And I wanted to shake her and say, look, I get that you knew. I'm not being very patient, but if someone comes to the desk, go, hi, greet them. That's your first lesson yeah. in customer and service. And he's an um, eight-year-old kid. <laughs> so. so Wolfie, they're having a stare-off contest. <laughs> Wolfie's staring at her. She's staring at him. I'm like, can someone fucking talk? This is weird. <laughs> anyway. We've got a few more. Anita said her first job was washing dishes in a local Italian restaurant. That's all quite normal, fine, okay. However, the head chef slash owner slash janitor slash cash person, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, used to throw pots and pans at anyone who would make a mistake in the kitchen. Jesus. Yeah. That's terrible. Maledetto idiota. Something idiot, right? Fucking idiot. Yeah. (laughs) Very passionate. Yeah. Yeah. You fucking idiot. Then throw a pan. Yeah. (laughs) It's lethal. Hit something with a bessel. Well, you probably or did. <laughs> yeah. Banged up coming out of that. Anyway, that was Anita. Oh my god! Thank you. Hope you're okay, love. This is terrible. You like this one? Ange said her job was hugging the back end of a pig being put on a spit every Sunday at the Endemuka pub on the sunny coast. Wow, lady. I was fifteen. Endemuka. Endemuka. That's a cool job. Good, it's good something. You what know. hug a pig's backside at the Endemuka pub? It's an institution. You know. It's yeah. Great. yeah. Not if you're but a vegetarian. Hug, but hugging a back end of a pig. Yeah. Why? 
Well, I don't think she's she's actually hugging the baggie. Oh, right, okay. It's probably she had to haul it up into oh, the oh yes, 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 the whole yeah. kit and caboodle. But if you are a vegetarian or vegan, that could make you hurl. So yeah, yeah maybe she is her. now. That's right. Um, <laughs> Cass said her first job: checkout chick, shelf filler at Foodland. But the weirdest job she ever had was um, sing, doing a singing gig for Breakfast Radio, where she had to wake someone up by singing opera to them in real oh life. Oh, my God. Yeah. She said someone equaling the big guy with tattoos. Luckily, he didn't punch me. No, he wouldn't have. He, he might right. have joined you in an operatic sing-off. Yes, Who knows? We might have just been so, Wah! you know, the shock you get when you wake up. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's your instinct to just kick or smack something and then, oh, sorry. <laughs> if that was me and I was, I, I really struggle get Dan will attest to this, I struggle getting woken up in the mornings and my first thing would have been, Maldito idiota, you fucking idiot, Paul. Said he used to work at um, in a front bar. There was a lady that would come in and order a drink, but she'd also squeeze out a poo at the same time, and she dropped oh. nuggets on the floor what? that people would have to clean up. What? She was called the Nugget Poo Lady. <laughs> wow, that's disgusting. So one, you know, point of it is that you are putting yourself in a position where you are serving people drinks does not say in your job description, clean up poo from Nugget Poo Lady. <laughs> <laughs> if they're nuggets, Pop. they might be easy to pick up, like yeah, rabbit like poos. Rabbit. Yeah. You scoop it up with she a was, little... She was, there was something in that, like she had some kind of sick fascination. And you know what? I would have liked to have seen that. What, the poo nuggets? I would have liked to have seen her squeeze one out and one plop. I don't know. I, oh, you for a sticker. I know. But I, you want to see stuff to believe her. I'm curious of what that looked like. Don't no. lie, you would have as well. No, that's she was thing. sat there wanna... in the background. No. Yeah. Yeah. Don't believe you. You're a sicko. <laughs> Takes right. one to know why you would have. So what was your first job? Uh, I worked in a fresh fish shop and I had to uh, scale fish and serve and it wasn't a great job for a 14-year-old girl to have in high school. <laughs> bit smelly. Bit smelly. Bit smelly. Yeah. Yeah. The boys would have been chasing you. <laughs> Once I had to peel 50 kilos of prawns and um, for, for a, a catering order and I got so mad because all my fingers started to get cut up that I would like peel two and eat one. Imagine she's like asking for it. Can I have a bit of side of that nice seafood dip with a bit of lemon? And I'm, I'm fine here. She's got a little buffet happening. <laughs> this is a great job. undo her top button of her pet. She's so full. <laughs> Fish pescatarian. I'm pretty sure I was working in a lolly shop. In the East End markets that are no longer there now. Best thing about that job? Um, well, I'd like to say having unlimited amounts of access to lollies, but no, you weren't allowed to eat the lollies. You weren't allowed to eat the lollies? Even a discount? No, not allowed to eat the lollies. No, no, in all these big bins and you'd be sitting there and you'd have to like, you know, fill all the big bins of lollies up. No, not allowed to eat the lollies. I know, that's shit, isn't it? Work in a lolly shop. It's like literally taking a kid to a candy shop and then saying, do not touch, do not eat, do not do nothing. I would steal. I would steal that. Wouldn't you? You'd you'd nick, you'd pinch. You'd be pinching. I actually had a job, taught a Japanese guy English in Denmark. I know he was the last student at this particular I don't know, institution, which had maybe a couple of classrooms in it, right? And I'd have to lock up. But they had this kitchen and you open the cupboard and it had all these treats inside, like biscuits and wafers. And I would 
binge. Like he, once he went, I would open this cupboard <laughs> and just go. <laughs> like a Homer like, Simpson. I, it was Homer Simpson. I would shove this shit in my face and be like, and then sit in a sugar coma and then I would lock up and leave. <laughs> and I'd put everything back but I eat just enough of each so it would oh look like my. someone's, like a crazy bear has been through this. But pantry. I've done that before. <laughs> that is so funny. I've done exactly that. That's actually brilliant. But I've done things before where I've grabbed food and like scoffed it for no yeah, reason. And you don't enjoy it because you're scoffing. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> what the fuck? I've been, I think in that, in that pub I used to make chip butties or if there was like, because they'd have a big thing of chips and then they would spoon oh. the chips onto people's plates and they'd leave. Oh, I'd need to go and take a break for 15 minutes and I'd be by myself <laughs> and I'd make it and I'd go over to the gravy tins and I'd put that and then I'd be by the bin going, oh, by the <laughs> bin. That's why I was eating over the bin. <laughs> yeah. I've done it before. Or there's somewhere like in school you found the biscuit stash and you just grab one, two, three. <laughs> what the hell is happening? What, you're not even tasting it. Did no, you inhaling, inhaling and you it? You choke and then you're, oh, I can't swallow that. Call 911. <laughs> Interject. <laughs> Triple zero, where are you? <laughs> did you ever eat from other people's plates? No. Because some people no. did that. There were always people yes, that I did know. that, right? Yeah, no, no, I have a... I can't, I can't even stand that thought the, tomorrow. Just the idea, right? No. Nah. I worked at a Japanese restaurant and my friend, the, one of the waitresses, would eat because it was very expensive sushi. Like I'm talking top grade stuff. Yeah, fuck that. And it would come out and I could not bring myself to do it. Nah. And she would eat it. If it looked like it had been untouched, I'm like, oh, but you don't know. They could have touched it or put it in their mouth, decided they didn't like the little bit of the flavour and put it back. You don't know, do you? Mm. They've been breathing Funny on enough, it. I've got a friend of mine who uh, shall remain nameless. I know you're listening to this podcast. So this is <laughs> <laughs> this is you. You did this. He went travelling and he, you, he also um, worked part-time in a pub and he would eat the leftovers off the plate if someone had oh, left all the pub. chips, the bits that weren't touched, he said, but... They could have been you know. by excess spittles oh, no. and he would eat them. When they come back in the oh, kitchen, he'd be like, no. oh, God, they've taken three bites out of their schnitzel and left all the chips. I'll grab the chips. But well. I'll tell you this one thing. Dan's friend in the UK when he was at university, this is going to make you sick. I still can't stand this information. So they would be out <laughs> on a night out. I'd, I'd ask him to tell me, Dan, tell me the story about Trog. And Hang he, on, sorry, Trog. His nickname was Trog. Like Troglodyte? Trog. Okay. Trog. He's got a very respectable job. It's hilarious. But this is what he okay. used to do at university. Yeah. But they would go home from a night out, pissed up in England, you know, walking three steps one way, five steps the other, and he'd spot in the gutter a leftover kebab or chips, even if they had water in them. He would tip the water out oh and start God. eating them. Why? He, he was that pissed. It's so pissed and hungry. But if he's seen food left over that was left on the side, cheesy chips or chips oh, and gravy, yuck. so yummy. But when you order them and they're given to you, that's one thing. But when you get them in from the gutter, from the gutter, oh, he would eat them. Dan's the like, that's fucking disgusting. Oh, it's a gutter rat. Yeah, gutter rat or gutter scab. Mm. Bin scab. But <laughs> a very respectable high end job now. In England. Yeah. And he used to eat out of the gut. But he still does that. But he trolls the night. Yeah, trolls, trolls the night. The trog trolls the night. <laughs> Looking for empties on the yeah. side. The beautiful nightmare. Okay, so we think of some of the Hollywood stars as having the best jobs in the world, right? Yes. Absolutely. Everyone wants to be them. They're rich, they're well-respected, they're revered. However, they had to start somewhere. Right. Not yes, all did. of them were childhood no, stars, okay? No. So Chris Hemsworth, total hottie, yeah. okay, he used to clean 
breast pumps. Oh, yep. interesting. He worked for Fisher and Paykel and oh. cleaned the breast pumps that were out for hire that would come back. So he'd be there oh, with a tooth. Out for hire? <laughs> they hire breast pumps? Hire them. He'd clean them with a toothbrush and like spray them white ready for the oh, next mum yuck. to. That makes me feel sick for some reason. That's what he used to do. Oh, and I've <laughs> breastfed. But can you imagine that? He would be this big hulk of a man bent over with a small tiny toothbrush. <laughs> They picked the wrong guy for the wrong job. You need little tiny hands. He'd have giant man hands. Giant man hands. <laughs> Hot man hands. Anyway. <laughs> okay, stop fantasising. No, it's no. for a different episode. Put yes. that in there. Cardi B. So anyone that doesn't know who she is, she coined the term Oh crrr. Did she? Oh crrr. No, I don't know that. Yeah, anyway, you know now. Did she, was she a singer? Did yeah, she she's sing? a singer, yes. Yeah. So she was a cashier at a Manhattan's Amish market. Amish. Oh, Amish. Of all things to do, yeah. a cashier at an Amish market. market. Not just a market, an oh, Amish market. I don't know what she sold. I don't know. Interesting. She was there slinging something. Yeah. Um, Taylor Swift. We all love Taylor Swift. Yeah, Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay. What did she do? Did she do something? So she grew up on a farm in Wyoming, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay, cool. Where her family sold Christmas trees and she was <laughs> too young to cut them down. So basically she had the job of removing the praying mantis pods from the branches. So she'd oh. have to get it. So if you've got a bug phobia Ooh. or you hate creepy crawlies, yeah. Taylor Swift sat there and got the praying mantises and like the, the nests or whatever. Shake off the, them down. Shake them down. Oh. That was Tay-Tay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, mm. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Maybe it's an outdoor job. It'd be quite nice. You'd get used Depen- to it. If you're not scared of bugs. Yeah. I know I've got some friends that are terrified that would squeal at this. Yes. But it's not spiders. No. At least. Yeah. True. Okay. Oh. Channing Tatum. Oh, yeah, I like him. Okay. So. Yeah. One- Magic Mike. Correct. Yeah. So he was a, a magic mic. Yeah, I think I knew he that. He started as a stripper. Yes. Imagine he gives you a lap dance oh for God. your head's night. Do you know? <laughs> Back what, in the day. You, he is, I'm, I was always surprised because he doesn't look like he'd be a dancer. Yes. Does he? He doesn't look at and no, yet he But I can imagine him brilliant. grind away to. And in that movie when he's got that drill and he's in, he's going. <clears throat> Why is that? The movie's not that great. But. Amazing. Like that Practice bit. makes perfect. He's very, very sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Love him. Patrick Dempsey, for anyone that doesn't know Grey's Anatomy yeah. uh, star, he was a juggler. He made money and good money as a juggler. He's just juggle. <laughs> juggle. He's a juggler. Anywhere, anytime, yeah. and people would give him money, throwing money at him. Yep. Well, good on him. This is going to be one for you and this would have been the job that you wish to have when you were oh, younger. Okay, yes. Megan Markle or Megan for anyone Megan else. Markle. <laughs> The Megan Markle. Um, she was a calligraphist. Ooh. That was her first job. She would sit there ah. um, with a little white tube sock on my hand, so no hand oils got on the card, and basically she would write cards in calligraphy for people. For people? And that's how she, yeah, people would ask her to do it and that's how she would pay her bills. Oh, wow. So she's a very neat writer. Very. I wonder if she's neat now. Oh, she's let it go to the dogs. Let, let the dogs. She's let it go to the dogs. <laughs> I bet she has, you know. She's probably, I'm not doing any neat writing. I'm going to write something crazy. Yeah, the dogs will have it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Throwing that calligraphy pen to the dogs. I'm going to start emailing. I don't even know what that voice, why she would speak And she like lives that. in Canada now. So anyway, that's the. South Park. Johnny Depp, a door-to-door pen salesman. 
Oh my god! Could not think of anything worse. Horrible. I always thought that was just a myth, a made-up job. Mm-mm. Because why would that exist? It's yep. ridiculous. Yep. Who buys pens? There's you know. Johnny Depp standing there. Maybe you might. Oh yeah, true. Back in the day, yeah. True. Jennifer Aniston, mm-hmm. clean toilets. But you need to do it. Someone needs to do it. She said she quite liked it. She was left alone, and she could just get it done. That's true. It's like any cleaning job, right, at home? I could clean toilets, I think. You want to watch someone poop, so it's just the next best (laughs) thing. No, because imagine what you would find in there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Brad Pitt, he used to wear a costume for one of his early jobs and he wore a chicken suit outside a Los Angeles um, restaurant. It was called Eli Polo Loco. (laughs) I can't say it. Eli Polo Loco. Something like that. Yeah. Megan Fox, this is funny. I only had one job growing up. I worked at a smoothie cafe. That sounds fine. That's right. But what she was doing was she was dressed up as a banana. Oh, dressed up as a banana in the smoothie cafe. They they really didn't notice her potential if they put her in a banana suit. She chose the banana suit because it made her look thin and tall. She didn't want to dress up as the apple. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Or the peach. You know. The best one. Oh, oh my God. Leaving the best one till last. Danny DeVito. Who doesn't like Danny him? DeVito. Danny DeVito. What did he do when he was young? He dressed up as a potato. It was the only suit he could fit in. Yeah. And he was a hairstylist. Not just any hairstylist. He was a hairdresser? You wait. He was a hairdresser in a... <laughs> In an Amish market. (laughs) He was a hairdresser in a funeral home. Oh. He would style the people's hair. People's hair. But that's quite a job as a young kid. Well, their skin's a bit confronting. And he said they wouldn't talk back. It was quite relaxing. They'd comb their hair. Mm -hmm. Don't think I could do that. Wouldn't be very gossipy. No. (laughs) You could tell them all your problems. Couldn't you? It would be the other way around. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, if you had a problem with the way in which your granny looked on her funeral day, yeah. you'd be asking to speak to the person who did her hair and out walks Danny DeVito. <laughs> like, Look, I couldn't really get the uh, comb over happening, so I uh, I just stuck it up with some gel and uh, gave him a little bit of a rat's tail at the back. Hope you're happy with it. <laughs> See you later. See you later. Oi. I'm going to go dress up as a potato for my second job. <laughs> That's the thing. They had these jobs that could be flexible and also quick things to earn money while they were fostering a career to mm-hmm. um, be the best in the world for what they're doing. Yes, that's so right. So how funny. We've all been there at some point, haven't we? Mm. But have you ever been fired, Chanel, from a job? I have. Oh, I want to know. Yeah. Can you talk about it? Yeah. On, on Ab- the airwaves. Absolutely. And it was it was something that was, um, it's quite triggering actually. Can't wait. Uh, so it made me really sad because it was oh, like horrible, one of those things horrible being, horrible I've feeling. been fired. Yep, yep. Um, I worked for a club and I worked <laughs> in the administration side of things. So I wasn't oh. there when it was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it was more like. Elevator music. I did not have a car park in the city. They had some car parks in the city, but I didn't. So I'd have to do the park and ride. Right. I'd cut my leg on something and needed some stitches. Oh, my God. Yeah, not badly. God, what a scary admin department. It was. Not there. <laughs> okay. So I said to them, look, in order for me to um, not walk through the city when I've just had stitches and I don't want them to maybe come out or put stress on the skin, can I drive in and park in the work car park? Because there were spaces. Right. They said yes. Excellent. So I did that. And I assumed by them telling me yes that I could do that two days in a row. Sure. 
Well, why not? The stitches just don't dissolve overnight. The answer's no. They called me into a meeting and they said, she's parked in the work car park. She. Yeah, meaning me, the cat's fucking mum, has parked in the work car park for two days now. She didn't ask for the second day. Oh, my God. What assholes, P.S. And then when I got the job for them, they completely changed the job description from when I first applied. What? So when I was in the meeting, they said – because literally two days after I'd had the job, they they – presented me with this new description oh, of what I had do to that. do. Yeah, well, they did. So anyway, I'm sat there with my stitches and they said, you've parked in the work car park uh, for a day and you didn't ask for that day. You haven't done any of the jobs that we've assigned to you. I said, just because you changed my job description. They said, nope, you are fired. What? That was it. What does it make any sense? Raging lunatics. And let me tell you, if anyone that has been fired, you will – Absolutely, I'm sure, unless it's a real amazing situation where you're so happy to get out of there, Mm. it is a feeling of absolute failure. You've got a pit in your stomach and you feel like shit. Ultimate shaming, really. It's ultimate shaming and it's horrible. And Mm. although I know now that I didn't do anything sackable, Mm. but at the time it was a really horrible feeling and it was done really nastily. So. I'm certainly over it now, but it was not a nice situation to go in. So I sympathise hugely to anyone out there who has been sacked. You? Uh, Yeah, I got fired from a job when I was living overseas. I was working for an old guy in a basement, which sounds horrible. (laughs) But he ran his small little business out of his basement. He was recruiting professionals from Poland to Denmark to work. So he was like like a facilitator, right? Anyway, so it was just a... Okay, glad you clarified that. There wasn't a scary locked room and stuff. Wow. No. Horror movie style. Right, yes. So it was an admin type role. So I did that with another girl too. But I noticed increasingly over time that he would, for example, he'd go out and do gardening because it was his house, right, and he'd come in with his top off. Now, he was a very unattractive man, very (laughs) overweight, but he would come in and sit down. And I think he did it on purpose, looking back on it, a lot of alarm bells. That's disgusting. That's correct. And this one time I also had, what did I have on my chin? I think it was scurvy. Who knows? It was a vitamin deficiency. But it was some weird scab thing that did not heal. seen sunlight for months. (laughs) Didn't eat enough vitamins. I was a student. Anyway, I had this weird thing on my my chin. He goes, pseudo-cream would be good for that. He made me go to his bathroom and he wouldn't let me put it on. He had to put it on me. No! Yes, and I remember feeling so weird him standing there rubbing pseudo-cream in my chin. <laughs> Yuck! Oh, and I hate yeah. him. Anyway, we started, so slowly we started hating him and I was going out of the of the basement one day with my friend Sophia and we're walking out and I go, oh, my God, I hate him so much. I just want to punch him in the head. <laughs> Meanwhile, he had been around the side and was coming out and he heard everything I said. Amazing. And I, you know, I froze. You know that ultimate, yep, you're like, fuck. So I pretended I didn't see him and I started talking to Sophia and pretended it was my boyfriend that I was talking about. I was like, yeah, that boyfriend, <laughs> I'm going to get rid of him. I want to punch him in the head. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> Freaking out thinking I'm going to, you yeah. know, going to trick him, get a message that night. Thanks, Tamara. We won't be needing your services tomorrow. Excellent. Don't come in again. All right, you friggin' moron. 
Yes, but I had that feeling you had that I'd done. I had done something wrong. He's I, which disgusting. I shouldn't have said that right outside his house. I did something very similar once. I used to work for a council, and me being in an office is not a good. <laughs> it's not a good fit. Even my boss at the time knew that I was not, not for good, you, not for me. I didn't like the the head of the council at the time. Right, and he was walking away or walking past, and I stuck my finger up as I was talking. <gasps> At him, <laughs> so he could see. I didn't think he saw, oh. but then he looked right at me and turned around. <gasps> the same thing. And he seen me no. with a finger in the air. Oh, shit! Sticking my finger up at him, and then he told my boss to reprimand me. So oh. she's called me into her office, and she said, uh, "Chanel, did you um stick your finger up? Did you own it?" I I said, "I'm actually really proud of myself. <laughs> I was scratching <laughs> my eye with my middle finger." And he caught me mid-lift of the hand to the eye. Oh, no. (laughs) I did something way better than that. What? Yeah. So I said to her, oh, no. Oh, see how things get blown out of proportion. No, 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 no. So what happened was, and this is a true story, I was at the airport a few weeks ago and this girl stuck her finger up at me and I came back and I told all the girls this this did actually happen. Right. So they could, you know, back it up anyway. I said, I was telling them about it and she stuck her finger right in the air, right in my face and I was doing that as he turned around. I was doing the story so it looked like it but I did not do that. And she went, oh, Fair enough. I'll go and explain. Don't worry. All good. (laughs) Done. Close call. We spend so much of our our lives at work, whether it's when we're 15 or 14 with a, you know, a job or whether we're currently in work right now, bored out of our brains because everyone sits at their desk with their headphones. It's basically like, don't speak to me. That's right. And look, we've all had those experiences. It makes for a better person, I think. When you have all these these experiences, you've got more to give later in life. You know better, you do better. Like Megan Fox. Was a banana? Look at her now. Still a banana in my (laughs) book. I like Megan Fox. I'll have her in my smoothie any day. (laughs) The Beautiful Nightmare is produced by Frankie Media and hosted by Chanel Franklin and Tamara Linky. Want to know more about us? Get in touch at thebeautifulnightmare.com or jump on our socials. Wow, you can really make a podcast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.